Hello there. Welcome along to the podcast, Sport and Life. How are you? Tuesday, the 8th of December, recording this intro in the evening, a couple of hours after I spoke to John Ryder, boxing contender. Look forward to hearing his podcast in just a second. Thank you for hitting on the button. Thank you to the sponsors, as ever, Bang Olufsen of Cheltenham and Serene AV, who are specialists in some of the finest home entertainment brands, providing solutions based around high-quality customer service and installations. And I know Bang & Olufsen Cheltenham had some new earphones in the year, headphones, I think they call them. Um, I can't remember the exact terminology, but I've retweeted that Ed Draper 81 recently, the new kit they have in store, and through the Serene AV company as well. Remember, they offer bespoke kind of uh, home entertainment solutions, televisual stuff, big screens, whatever you might be after, but certainly have that sort of historic brand, Bang & Olufsen, at the center of their store in the courtyard in Montpellier. Uh, so get in touch with Jason Briggs and his team through the Bang Nollison of Cheltenham website or their social media, B&O Cheltenham on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you to Cytoplan as well for their ongoing association with the podcast. Food-based supplement company based not far from here, actually, their HQ in a beautiful, picturesque village of Hanley Swan on the outskirts of the Malvern Hills. You can kind of... Uh, See the Malvern Hills pretty clearly from and there. Nice pond, nice setting. More importantly, though, the supplements based on uh, the assumption that food is the best way to consume things. So the food-based digestion in terms of how they go through our system and big on trace elements. My father, Dr. Mark Draper, huge advocate of Cytoplan, worked as a consultant for them, still buy our own supplements from them. Um, I guess testament to how much he believes in them and, and I guess consequently we do as a family been taking them for a couple of decades but trace elements like selenium and zinc which may be slightly deplete in the soil and also because our caloric intake has gone down my dad's theory who is a micronutritionist and, and doctor my father dr mark draper he believes that we need to consume that to top up uh, to optimize our immunity and uh, keep as durable as possible health-wise i take immune complete two which is a new range from cytoplan if you'd like to take any supplements from there wide wide range at cytoplan.co.uk c-y-t-o-p-l-a-n.co.uk my discount code is draper 10 r d-r-a-p-e-r all capital letters the numbers one zero and then the capital letter r i believe it's 30 percent off your first purchase of supplements and thereafter 10 percent going forward with that code Draper10R. So I hope you're well. I hope you're looking forward to Christmas. If you're in the UK, a lease of freedom and get to mix with a couple of households, which is fantastic. Um, have to be grateful for, for small small gifts now, don't we, after the year we've had in terms of seeing people indoors in particular, although that was kind of a, permitted, wasn't it, for large chunks of the year, but we've certainly drifted back into a relative lockdown at most of the the time over the past couple of months wherever you are in the world we're going to speak to john Ryder in a second who is going out to fight a guy called mike guy a guy called mike guy good name is that who's that guy it's mike guy uh well it's a californian who's uh, coming over to florida to fight john Ryder, who's going from london over there and uh, john was dreaming of, of bigger and, and better things perhaps off the back of a really admirable performance against callum smith back end of last year 2019 hoping for another title tilt either against callum smith at super middle or one of the other contenders including Canelo Alvarez, who is fighting Callum Smith the day after John's fight in Florida. John's fighting in December the 18th. And then uh, Callum Smith is challenging Canelo for the WBA super middleweight belt. Uh, Solid Alvarez, multiweight champion. Big draw in boxing in the sort of semi-retirement of Floyd Mayweather, who's focusing on MMA fighters and uh, other 
other competitors now a reality youtube star isn't he i think he's he's competing with next mayweather so canelo's a big draw so callum smith's got that but maybe john will be called into the equation next year hopefully so but he's just glad to be out and fighting but great to speak up to speak to uh, islington's john Ryder, a guy i've known for a while and we sort of uh, i guess forged our friendship in some senses out at the hard rock hotel in in the in the canary islands a couple of years ago and coincidentally he's now going to fight at the hard rock hotel in florida so there you go bit of a thread bit of a theme the one and only john Ryder. here he is and we're recording john Ryder. how are you i'm good i'm good how are you very well very well you've been doing an eye test i understand for the american board yeah well if if an eye test can delay you any more than it should do it, it well well and truly has today wow I knew Corona tests were all the rage, but I didn't realise that eye tests were in. What, what did you have to prove to the American board to get your licence? Well, I don't know. The only thing that's different with the American licence is that you have to do your eye test, but you have to have your pupils dilated for it. So um, I, I have had it done before when I boxed in Vegas. but um, Yeah. Maybe, maybe the, year, the year I am older, the longer it took me to recover from the, the fluid. Because, yeah, for a long time, I was staring at the phone like... Uh, <laughs> an old man <laughs> good stuff but how are you feeling Mike Guy I know it's not necessarily the one you want but I suppose at this time this year I guess in all our careers we just we sort of take what's there do we we sort of rein in our expectations is that how you're feeling philosophical or, or what's your take on it well yeah I mean realistically it's not what I want but it's what I need I just need to get back out and mm. get back fighting again um, obviously I'd think been differently last November but I'd would have been hoping to be out early this year, title defence, or just get back in for a big fight. But I mean, it's not with obviously the, the the decision went against me. Then we had the, the coronavirus come about, so it's been a real slow slow burner for everyone. So mm. I mean, I'm I'm not alone in this. We're all we're all been held back. But um, listen, I mean, people say Mike Guy like record's not great. He's had 12 wins, five losses. Uh, one draw, but kind of listen that what no matter what he's had, it, he's still the most dangerous opponent in front of me. He's, um, mm. I've still got dreams and aspirations of becoming a world champion. I mean, he's he's there to support the party, and I mean he's he's a dangerous customer. He's short, stocky, comes out winging hooks. So I'm going yeah. to have to. Oh my god! Yeah, it's a whole change for you, isn't it? From from fighting Callum Smith, fighting a six foot four guy. This guy's actually smaller and. And stockier than you, he sort of—he's kind of like a, I guess, a, a different version of yourself. That's an interesting one, isn't it? Because you wouldn't often get that at super middleweight. Has that been a, a technical challenge the past few weeks preparing for that? It's been been quite straight. I don't think I've ever boxed anyone shorter than me. Um, yeah, hmm. he's shorter than me and older than me. He's not really got much to go from, is he? <laughs> well, but like you say, I suppose this is a this is a time when you keep your mentality on, isn't it? In boxing, these are the, the key moments. Even sometimes harder, I suppose, motivationally, you have to be on point for these ones, as opposed to the big nights like Callum Smith, where naturally your energy will rise. Oh, of course. I mean, it's easy to get up for those fights, isn't it? For like big world title fights, and I mean, we've been really treading water in the last couple of months, not being unsure on dates and whatnot. But it's mm. nice to finally have the 18th cemented in place and the opponent now named it's just I'm buzzing now I mean for me it's, it's, it's another big fight 
Yeah. And there's still, is there still this chance, of, I'm just talking quotes from Eddie Hearn, that, that you might be a late replacement for Callum Smith if anything goes wrong in the States? I guess it'd have to be before your fight. You wouldn't want to do it after you fought, but it's, it's the day after, <laughs> isn't it? Can, Canelo Smith in Texas is the day after you're fighting in Florida. Yeah, the day after. So I'm just, I'm assuming where we'll be out there. I mean, if anything happens on their arrival to the States before they enter the bubble and if they test negative and we're all good, then I suppose we'd step in. But I mean, I think you've got more chance of seeing pigs fly. <laughs> yeah, you think you'd be you'd be ultra cautious if you were, if you were Callum Smith. It's a weird one, Kilo, isn't it? Do you because I know you were keen on the fight earlier in the year. Is it just one of those cases? It's like trying to hang out with a popular kid at school. If it happens, it happens. But you just have to sort of play it cool yourself, do you? Sometimes and just see see how things play out. Yeah, I mean, effort for a reason. I mean, he's, he's picked Callum for a reason. He wants he wants to take on one of the champions and. And he's taken on the Ring Magazine champion, so fair play. But I mean, it's it's a hard fight to step into. Do you know what I mean, if, I mean, Callum's last fight was, was against me, so we're both mm. little over a year ago. So it's a long time out of the ring. I know, I know Canelo boxed a couple of weeks. I think it was a week or so later when he boxed Kovalev or, or earlier. Mm. So, I mean, he's been pretty, he's not been too busy himself, but it's just it's a it's a big fight for everyone to go into. So it's, it's, a, it's a weird time. Do you think do you think you provided a template for Canelo in, in what you did against Callum Smith in the sense that you're a similar stature, similar dimensions to to Sol Canelo Alvarez, and maybe that he saw your success and, and could could envision a route for himself? I think I think it's work, that's going to work both ways. Because I think I'm, I think Callum's going to look at it where I think success being a, the, the smaller guy, and I think he's going to probably look to maybe make himself that bit smaller and. Yeah, use his full reach advantage rather than punching down on the target, rather drop his body, drop his height, be more on his knees, really use that, that length of his arms to his advantage. Yeah. Do you think he can make those adjustments to you, Callum? Do you think he's got that in his repertoire? Yeah, I think as a, as a world champion, I'm, I know obviously Joe Gallego, he's, uh, he's meticulous in what he does, so he's going to be exploring every avenue. So um, it'd be interesting to see how he comes out and what style he adapts and I mean, you've got to do something special because Canelo is in a, in a league of his own, any so mm. whatever Callum does, he's got to do, got to do well. Yeah. Do you think the body punch is where Canelo will look to to do his damage initially in the fight? Yeah, I think so. I mean, there's obviously there is a big big height advantage there, and I mean, it'll be easy for Callum just to slip back off shots and a dangerous thing for a taller guy to do. But if you're going to make Canelo miss and you're going to take that chance aren't you but I think you're going to have to target the body early and just try and bring Callum down to his size a bit and really clean the shots over the top mm. Even as someone who covers boxing I have to check all the, the, the belts and the permutations but this will be so Canelo Smith the WBA super which then sets you up potentially for the WBA regular does it in the, in the new year against Fedor Chudinov is that right is that what Eddie Hearn mentioned yeah I, I mean I mean yeah, it's, it's been mentioned. So, fingers crossed. I mean, obviously, I've got Mike Guy to get past for us on the 18th of December. But, um, I mean, yeah, all, all, we, all we, good and willing, we'll, um, we'll be fighting early next year for the, the regular version of the WBA title. How do you see, how, how do you see the, um, the year and, and, and how you, your challenges you you face because you were in the gym early, weren't you? And I know obviously with Tony Sims and, and Dan Lawrence performed three six five on on Instagram. How important has 
has the variety been this year in terms of not only the fitness side, but the technical side, keeping it fresh? Has that been paramount that you don't get stale and don't get overtrained in there? Yeah, I mean, it's been tough because obviously before the first lockdown, we was ordering a gym, really cracking on, looking to get dates confirmed. And then the initial lockdown happened, so it really, really put a spell in the work. So we all got used to training at home by ourselves and, and doing bits to get by. Then we got that bit of relief of being able to get back boxing and back mm. training. So, I mean, I've been in the gym constantly since the end of the first lockdown. So it's been a long time, but I mean, we were then going fight now. It's nice to have the fight confirmed, like I say. I mean, there was a while where I was treading water a bit, not work, not sure of a date and just really busting the gut. We had to take yeah. a week or so off just to, just to bring myself back a bit and just regroup and feel towards this final date. So you sort of reach a plateau, did you? And then you go again to try and peak for the, the, the fight date in December, December the 18th? Yeah, I mean, I've come... I've, I was did flat out now since we could get out from the first lockdown and really train hard. I mean, all, all, the, the numbers are showing in the runs, the S and C, they're all, all improvements all around. So I think this comes to a time when I think, although it's physical fatigue, there's a lot of mental fatigue as well on the body. So yeah, it's a hard life to switch off from. I mean, we're always mm. always having banter in the gym, always watching the boxing, always talking about. <laughs> boxing in our group chats when we're watching it so yeah it's really just nice to have a few days off sometimes and just get relief from it all yeah and, and with because Dan Lawrence is great and, and I, I've done some of his kettlebell exercises but I found that even sometimes you have to try and do something different and this is obviously not as an elite athlete but mentally when you're doing the home workouts and stuff I've found that you, you get a little bit bored is that is it key is variety to the different strength and condition you've been doing just so you're not doing the same exercises week in week out yeah, I think just mix it up a bit. I mean, just keep it fresh. Otherwise, you do. You just you end up getting bored of it, and then if you get that bored of it, you just you'd rather not do it. And then, I mean, yeah. it's, it's good to take a rest from it sometimes, take a break, but it's good to get back into it and, and go again. So we're yeah. lucky. Do you know what I mean, we've got great facilities to train in at the Patrick Gym, and we've been lucky enough to use like the BXR Gym. So we've got a real, a real different use of. Is that is that Dan is that Darren Barker's gym, BXR? No, that's um, BXR is Baker Street. Um, oh, okay. Anthony Josh has got an affiliation to it, but um, it's another great facility. I mean, everything state of the art. I mean, everything's clean and yeah. We was lucky enough to, have to use it during the second lockdown, as the elite sports were still still allowed to use it. And yeah, they've been they've been a great asset really. They've really gone above and beyond for us. That's great. What's the um, what's central London like, John? When you when you're going around there at the moment, has it come back to normal or is it still quiet? Um, well, I mean, this weekend I wouldn't I didn't dare go towards the West End. It was um, sure you see all the pictures of uh, outside Harrods and whatnot. It was real real havoc. But um, yeah, I was up there earlier this morning getting my eye test, and yeah, it was um, pretty quiet to be fair. But I'm I'm sure the weekend will um, will get everyone out again. Yeah, so people are sort of working their way back to work slowly but surely in the in the centre, which is interesting. I know it's not boxing related. It was just just curious because I haven't been into the centre for for a while. So, it was, so you sort of hear doomsday stories about how all the offices are empty and, and that kind of stuff. So that's that's interesting. But from a boxing point of view, but from a family man and a an economic standpoint, it's good to work again, isn't it? Because a lot of boxers this year just aren't out of work. We know several of the elite have managed to get some fights, but 
beneath that, it's, it's been a sparse time for people. So I guess it's good for you and Nancy to, to get some work coming in as a, as a self-employed man. Yeah, I mean, I've, I'm, I'm fortunate. Um, I mean, I, I did lose some sponsors, but Well Hydrate came on. So give a shout out to them. They come, they come on board and great. they've been helping me out financially per month, which is a, is a great help. Um, and obviously, yeah, to be to be fighting again before the end of the year is it's be, be nice to earn and to put yeah. my family before Christmas. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's ideal. I mean, I realistically, I, I suppose, realistically, from the family point of view, it's not ideal me going to Florida the week before Christmas. But from from my perspective, it's, time is perfect. It's before the end of the year. <laughs> you get out of the shopping. <laughs> As well. I'll, get out, I'll get out the last day of shopping um, yeah and I get back for the Christmas dinner so I'll be able to enjoy a bit of turkey yeah is, is that the, the worst thing is fighting early Jan is it or mid January that's the worst thing for a boxer I guess you're trying to make weight and well, stuff yeah it seemed like for a long time we was all getting like um, dates around January 30th January 31st and it was like having to <laughs> have measly little Christmas dinners and people being like we'll just have some potatoes we're like no nah, we can't I know. Uh, yeah, so it'd be nice to get out, say, February, March, and just, um, just be able to enjoy a bit of Christmas, yeah. get a new year out of the way, get back to the Jan and really crack on. Good man. And how is the family? Because you've got, obviously, your little girls at school and you've got the, the baby, who's probably not quite a baby anymore, getting on a bit. Time time flies. How are they all doing? Yeah, we've got Heidi. She's six. Um, really surprised me every day with just the improvement she's making, reading, writing, math yeah. and whatnot, a little real little brain box. And uh Brody who's sixteen months um is like an absolute tank. Yeah. <laughs> Thin rolls through I think. Yeah. Um, you you normally hear a bang and if he's in it he's in it hitting his head off something. <laughs> normally the cot or <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, now do you know what they're they're, they're great fun. Good man. Good man. How do you how do you feel about Chudnov in the new year? I mean, yeah, buzzing. I mean, as a, as a former world world champion, I watched a lot of his fights. I mean, I've watched him fight a lot of Brits. I, I watched him yeah. fight with Umar Sadiq, uh, George Groves, Frank Maloney. Mm. I mean, he, he fought a lot of good fighters. I mean, he lost to Felix Sturm. I know, but I'm not sure if that's when Sturm tested positive for the. Oh yeah, whatever, whatever substance it was, it weren't long after that. He got stopped by George Groves as well, didn't he? Yeah, he got stopped by George Groves, but had broken George Groves' jaw before that, so he's um, mm. he's obviously got some power there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that'd be a good, good. Ter- you'd look forward to that, would you? Would you feel that as something you could get properly engaged in as a as a kind of not a toe to toe affair, but it would be an all action fight? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I'd have to be. He'll put the he'll put the fear in me. Do you know what I mean? Because he's We've seen what he can do. He's, he was being well out of box by Umar Sadiq and then come back and stopped him in the last round or the 11th round. And yeah, I mean, that's a real champion's heart to come back and show that desire. Yeah, do you think he's... I mean, he must be feeling he's 33, I guess, a, a similar stage to you, yourself. And I suppose, would he would he lobby to get the fight in Russia? Because he always fights in Russia, doesn't he, typically? Or would, he, would, would we have it in the UK? Because it'd be great to have it in the UK in the new year, especially as fans are coming back. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm hoping Eddie can get over here, but you never know, do you? I mean, it depends what, what he decides what up and when he's going to go where the money is. So, yeah. Especially with the year, the year that everyone's been having, we, we, so we've got to go where the money is. And if it's Russia, then so be it. 
Do you think if Callum won, and I know Eddie says there's a rematch clause with Cano, would there be a potential if he beat Cano twice that, that you'd get a look at a look at Callum Smith again? Because I know you wanted that badly after believing you got the you should have had the result last time. Uh, I I I'd like to think so, but I mean, just if Callum beats Canelo and beats him twice, he's going to be looking for unifications and whatnot, and rightly so. Do you know what I mean you're beating the yeah. biggest name in boxing? Yeah. Um, I'd like I'd love that opportunity again, but um, I think he'd have earned the right then to really go on and just pull the shot. And you're on the you're on the Golovkin undercard, aren't you, in Florida? It said Hollywood, so I was a bit worried you're in California because I know they're having some major lockdown. But it's Hollywood, Florida, which um... yeah, I mean, yeah, it's confusing. That yeah, the Hard Rock Hotel where it all began. Ed. Oh, brilliant! Awesome. Yeah, so we're getting good. that affiliation to the Hard Rock Hotel now. Yes, There's, yeah, I've been to the Hard Rock in London. I've never been to that one, so that's uh, a oh, yeah. <laughs> not quite not quite the same. But Golovkin's fighting, isn't he, on the main, the main event? Are you looking forward to just watching him? Because he's 38 now. It'll be interesting to see what kind of nick he's in with a, a trilogy fight potentially down the line with, with Canelo. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a shame because he was, I, I feel he was really hard done by in the first fight with Canelo. Mm. Um, second fight, Canelo really just adapted and he won that well. So, yeah, first fight would be interesting, but I think, I don't know, I just think you've got one man who's at his peak and one man is probably just, just past him now. So yeah. I think I'd favour Keno heavily in, in the third fight. But, I mean, Golovkin's still got that equaliser. So, mm. I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him up close and just being on his undercard would be great. Yeah, up against a pole called Camille Zarameta. I'm just looking at his record now. He's undefeated, isn't he? But I don't know too much about him. So that'll be an interesting clash, I guess, an, an Eastern European clash. Yeah, no, that will be very interesting. Funny enough, I was having a nose for his Instagram the other day, and I realised that I um, sparred Gregor's Protzka out in Poland, Warsaw. Um, oh, right. Probably years ago, and it was in that gym where he trained. So. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, good memories there. Good travelling then, isn't it? <laughs> Boxing, you get to get around, I suppose. If you don't get to see yeah, much of the locations, you get to see the inside of gym. <laughs> yeah, no, that's it. The travel through boxing has been good. I mean, I've been... Uh, this will be the second fight in, in America. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I mean, it's just fortunate. I mean, we all starting out in boxing. You all want to, you all want your career to take you to the states, and I'll be lucky enough now to run there twice. And what, what's your plan then, John, in terms of going out there? Because I know last time you went out early, and yourself and, and Tony and Dan Lawrence, he was cooking for you, I believe. So you, you did a similar thing. So we're speaking on Tuesday, the eighth of December. Fights on the 18th, so 10 days' time. When, when do you travel? What's the, the protocol, the plan? We're, we're travelling out on Saturday, Saturday morning. Um, obviously, with it being East Coast, the timing's a lot, not so bad. It's only the five hours difference, so, yeah. not, so not so much adjusting. And obviously, with, with the way COVID is out there at the moment, it's really quite rife out in the States. So, we took the decision not to really... Not to have the last week of camp out there and not risk travelling around the gyms and yeah. mixing with too many people. So we'll, we'll go in once the bubble opens on Saturday and just get just get our head down in the, in the bubble there and just work towards the fight. There'll be quite a lot of anxiety around the COVID test, won't there? Because I know there's, there's instances as well of false positives. So I suppose it, it's quite a precarious time being a boxer when you, you have to pass that to, to make sure you can get in the ring. Well, yeah, I mean, Conor Ben's opponent had it recently so um, yeah. they all come in one tested they, they all had tests before they left they was all negative then one 
tested positive and then they all got retested and none of them were positive so the fight go ahead so yeah I'm sure in that time that his mind must have been all over the place yeah and what I spoke to Lawrence Acoli recently ahead of his world title shot or in theory world title shots against Blavatsky but obviously that that now is is being cancelled so it's or at least he's going to have a different opponent Lawrence but that's frustrating I know he he put an expletive out on social media, which probably reflected how a lot of us feel about COVID-19 and, and the disruption it's caused. But I felt, I felt for Lawrence as well. So that's a, that's a tough one. But you might be able to get a bit of sun out there, John, which would be nice this time of year. Come back with a Christmas tan. Well, I, I hope so, yeah. I mean, I, just, I, I hope that the, the restrictions around the hotel are not too strict and that we can get access to like a, a pool area or an outdoor area would be nice. Yeah, oh, very much so. Very much so. Well, I appreciate your time, John. I know you've, you're busy in, in the build-up too, but you're feeling good? You're looking forward to this, just getting out there, kind of, I guess, fencing some of that energy you've been built up over the years, over the year and the mentality and the psychology of, of building up to a fight. Yeah, no, Joe, it's, it's nice. Obviously, year at the ring, it's nice to be focused on a, on a camp, get my weight down again. Don't want, don't want to be going any longer than, than the time it has been, getting back down to 12 stone or, or, or thereabouts. Yeah. It's just nice to get the practice of, of making weight, the whole fight experience again, not letting it go too long. Yeah, it's great. It's, fu- it's funny, final thought was just, it's interesting with Eddie, Eddie Hearn's quotes about potential to have you on the, as a late replacement if something should happen to Callum or Canelo. But then it was also, he was sort of talking about potentially if Callum, he wants Callum to win, but if Canelo wins, he might work with him again. And it's like, He's in the sort of the, the heart of so much that seems to be happening in that super middleweight division. Do you think it, it is Eddie just trying to be fair to everyone? It's a complex position that he's in, isn't it? With so many split loyalties, is he in contact with you about where you're fitting into his plans as he puts the puzzle together? You know, I'm I'm never really on Eddie's case too much. I leave that to Tony and Charlie. But um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, listen, he's got he's got me in his mind definitely. He's, He's already stated about the he's invited to me for the regular fight or get shooting off. So that's that's a, that's a step in the right direction. But yeah, yeah, I mean, you've got to see it from his point of view. He's got he's got one of the superweight stars in Cam Smith, and the potential to work with one of the biggest stars in the world of boxing has so really got to get your, your mouth watering. So I'm, yeah, I'm sure he'd love the chance to work with Canelo again. Yeah, the more the merrier, though, as well. And I think you'll be a big player in that, particularly after you know what you proved against Callum Smith. I think there'll be definitely opportunities for everyone of of an elite class. Because I feel like it's going to be a good year ahead. Do you twenty twenty one vaccine or you know vaccines coming, but also just the government's given an indication that they're prepared for for fans to start attending sport almost regardless of of the infection rates, which you know is is encouraging as long as it's done in a safe way. It feels like things will get moving again in the new year. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm looking forward, obviously, uh, the AJ card will be good this weekend. I think they've got a thousand fans in. Mm. Good to see fans getting back into the Premier League and, and other sports. But um, I think it's needed. And I think for just for the revenue of, of sports as well, I mean, look how much that these clubs have probably lost out on in the last year. Yeah. I know a lot of the players probably have taken pay cuts, but I mean, there's a lot of money going out from the football clubs and not, not getting much in return from the fans. So. It's a hard time for everyone. It is. You're an Arsenal fan as well, aren't you? So it's a particularly hard time for you. <laughs> Ter- <laughs> terrible time for me, yeah. <laughs> well, are you, st- are, you st- are you still backing Mikel Arteta? Because we-, we swing like pendulums, don't we? Like yeah, football fans, we're-, we're emotional. One minute we love the manager, one minute we're, we're-, we're sort of uh, agitating for someone else. No, listen, I think we've got to 
show a bit of belief in Arteta. I think he's started well with, with a bit of a bump in the road, but I think let's not jump to any rash decisions. Let's, let's yeah. hear him yeah. out and um, see what he's got to offer. I think, I think he's going to be good for us. Yeah, I mean, I'm a Man United fan. It took Ferguson seven years, but we've still been very uh, trigger happy in the modern world. I think we demand demand results. But you're right, actually, about it. it's great that we've had football's been allowed to continue. Boxing, the promoters, we talked about Eddie Hearn there, Frank Warren, whoever they are, they've managed to put on shows in the meantime. And obviously the small hall shows, shows haven't been able to help, but those big promoters have uh, done a great service to the sports fans by putting action on and the, and the fighters and the footballers, because actually, were it not for that, then I think um, it'd, be, it'd be even worse as a, as a year. But, John, thank you for your time. And say hello to Nancy. Thank, and, thank you, Ed. And the kids. And, and um, best of luck. And we'll, we'll, we'll be, we'll be uh, watching. As your, as your family, as Zoe and everyone. Yeah, she's good, Zoe, actually. She's, um, it's, she quite enjoyed homeschooling. So it took her a while to get her stride back at, at school. And she's not a massive, oh, fan yeah. of the, not a massive fan of the hand washing, if I'm honest. <laughs> because she's got, she she's got eczema. So she's she found that a little bit frustrating, washing her hands all the time. But she's, she's good. Oh, I'll tell you what I did as well. She, yeah, hand sanitizer and... Horrible, isn't it? It's really yeah. Hands yeah, yeah. I'm not a fan myself. And it's because well, they're kind of all over each other. Those kids at that age, she's you know she's just turned six, so I think it, it probably I'm not sure whether they need to wash their hands, but I suppose it's the protocol they have to because they're sort of in each other's you know grills 24 seven when they're at school for six, I know, yeah. six hours a day. But yeah, she, she's well and, and Carla's well, and yeah, it's it's good actually. And I'm still working at Sky, which has been. Feel lucky for for that this year in particular because a lot of freelance broadcasters who cover sport they've been been out of work. Um, but yeah, it's just been I think everything's been slightly surreal, hasn't it? And it's it's nice that yeah, it's been crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah it has. But again, I feel lucky that you know I've got Carla and Zoe because I think if, if I was on my you know being a single would be the worst this year would be really challenging, wouldn't right, it? That's it. Yeah, you hasn't been on your own throughout lockdown, and I mean yeah, yeah, crazy. And even for our kids, you know, I think. It has affected them. I think it's definitely because there's a lot of anxiety around. But at least they're not 16, 17, 18, because that would have been horrible, wouldn't it? Those key landmark, you know, coming of age times of your life would have been really bad to have been locked down through that. Well, that's it. Luckily, it was Nancy's 30th the week before we got locked down. So, um, oh, good. We all, got, like, we all got a final night out for our 30th. And then, yeah, lockdown come about. So that, that seems like a distant memory now. I know. I know. It's very, it's very, it's going to be yeah, very like, surreal. Like you say about kids, it's, it's hard, isn't it? It's surreal. Like, I mean, we're, we're trying to teach our kids to be friendly and if someone hurts themselves, see if they're, they're okay and put an arm around them and be kind and they're finished that. Right. Well, don't yeah. do that. Don't get too close. Be, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a hard one. Yeah, yeah, it's very, yeah, it is strange. And then we're all wearing masks and the schools have asked us to wear masks in the playground now, even though we're obviously distancing and stuff. So it's, I think for them coming out of school suddenly a bit bit different as well so it'd be nice when things are, are more relaxed and you like you say you can encourage them to, to just be um fam- you know kind of friendly with and kind and, and sort of play with everyone especially for zoe because she's an only child so it's 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 tricky i think for for her to, to not see people it's been a huge because she keeps she told oh, course, yeah. she told my she told my mother-in-law she said when can i come for a sleepover and, she, and mother-in-law was like i'm not sure i'm not sure you know hopefully soon when the restrictions even she was like yeah because it's just so boring at home with mummy and daddy stitched <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, us up they've got no filter have they the kids no they're not they're brilliant they're brilliant you have to be careful actually you've got a little girl as well because they will repeat anything you say as well so you oh yeah <laughs> to the uh, yeah dangerous yeah it is dangerous to the in-laws but yes yeah, we, we kind of um 
I guess kind of bumbling through and stuff, which is which is good. And and uh, looking forward to Christmas. It's nice to be able to see people at Christmas. That's really cool. Which sounds a, a, a wild thing to say, doesn't it? That I'm you know it's lucky to be able to see people. But after this year, it is it's all relative, and it's it's great to, to have family time. And for you, that will fit perfectly, won't it? Coming back from the fight, that's that's great. Yeah, I mean, cause I think well, it works out is you, I think you have to isolate for five days or something, then get a test. Oh, uh, okay. So yeah, so I don't know how it really works, but it might it might have changed now we're out of lockdown. But um, you can peel some potatoes. Day, so I'm thinking, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll, I'll get I'll get some good work in, that's for sure. It might be a bit late to make the Christmas pudding, I understand, but you'll be able to get the potatoes ready and uh, and you can chop the. Oh well, yeah, I'd have, to, I'd have to start the Christmas pudding now. I think about it. <laughs> Uh, but how's how's sleeping with Brody being the younger one? Because you said before that you were sleeping in the living room. Is that still the process of, of keeping keeping make sure you get that vital rest? No, luckily now he's in with Heidi. They're in. They got their their, their bunk beds with a cot at the bottom, and he's he's in with her. He sleeps pretty well, to be fair. I mean, the odd times he has a little cry in the night, but yeah, he's he's, he's pretty good now. He goes down at half six, seven, and he's he's, he's good to about six, half six the next morning. And, Wow, I'm quite a morning person, so any time <laughs> after six is good for me, as long as I'm not at the door for my morning sprints or whatever. But um, yeah, I mean, from six o'clock, half six preferably, but any time after that, I'm I'm good to go. Yeah, it sounds awesome, mate. You need to you need to write a book if you've got him on that that sleeping schedule. Sounds fantastic. So uh, I, I can't take I can't take any credit for it. I have to give Nancy the credit for that. But um, yeah, I, just, I know. I just like get my meals to sleep. <laughs> Tell me about it. Yeah, yeah. I feel I feel sorry for Carla sometimes because I'm lying there wide awake and Zoe's waking up as well. It's, uh, it's she's in the midst of it. She's a good sleeper uh, traditionally, so she can't work out what's going on with us too. Um, but it's uh, it's uh, it's great. Yeah, it's great to speak, mate. And I think um, I'm great you've got an opportunity to get out there. I know it's not ideal in terms of the, the world title level you, you wanted to get back straight to, but I think it's fantastic to, to get a run out and in, enjoy Florida, my man. I will do definitely. I mean, it's um. Somewhere to tick off the list. Um, not sure I'll get to too much of it, but I'm sure we've got a few hours before the flight home. I'll be able to do a little bit of exploring and get some uh, souvenirs. Will there be fans there in the Hard Rock? I'm not too sure. I mean, um, I know there obviously is for the Canelo Smith fight, but I don't really know what the deal is with the, the show at the Hard Rock. No. Yeah, I, my only insight really into the state. I've got family in the states, but. I've got an uncle in California and a, and a cousin at university in the Midwest. But Florida, from listening to Joe Rogan's podcast, he seems to think Florida's been open throughout and just been kind of, um, you know, devil may care about it. But I don't quite know if that's still the case or not and whether the change of president or the imminent change might change things in the States. It sounds like it's going to be locked down more, but we'll see. No, I did actually read that. that um, yeah, Florida's just pretty much remained as it was and just, um, just really carried on. Yeah, it's counterintuitive. Uh, it's yeah, counterintuitive because it's a retirement place as well, isn't it? A lot of older people, but I suppose they're they're just uh, trying to keep the keep the economy going to balance. Well, that's it. I suppose they think we we kind of lived our lives now. If it comes down to coronavirus, and so be it. But we're going to enjoy it while we can. Yeah, yeah. This is it. I mean, it's a long time for you mentioned young people for older people as well. If you've been shut down for a year, my aunt's in a similar situation. It's been a long long old year because she's got underlying health conditions but then she you know not to be morbid but she doesn't quite know how long she'd have anyway so it's a tricky it's a tricky situation oh, actually yeah so it's a it's a lot a lot of lot for us to factor in but you just you think about mike guy and and enjoy it and we'll, we'll catch up soon in the new year john 
Really cool to catch up with uh, John Ryder from his car. Hope the audio is okay, but really cool to get that uh, chat with him 10 days out from going to the States. Going there late, interestingly, counter to how he approached it last time he was in America, but makes sense from what he's saying there in terms of access to gyms, the prevalence of coronavirus in Florida at this time. It seems to be prevalent in Florida for a long time from the snippets I've heard. So it's uh, interesting how it continues to burn this virus and certainly something he has to be aware of. And there must be a lot of anxiety, obviously for your health, but more importantly, I suppose, if you feel like you're going to shake off the virus, a young man of, of John's fitness, more the disappointment of, of a positive test, potentially as well, a false positive would be really frustrating if uh, you got the wrong wrong result, but it scuppered the fight anyway, because he's been waiting a long time, like a lot of people have in boxing and a lot of small hall promoters and fighters at the lower end of the sport I know have been really struggling this year, but it's great that John's getting out and, and cool that he's open about sponsors sticking by him as well and how grateful he is for that. I'm sure if we've, we've got employment, I have at the moment and I'm very grateful for it this year relative to what's happened around the world because of COVID-19, the various shutdowns, lockdowns, closing of, of businesses is going to have an impact on our economies for, for a while to come, isn't it? So it's glad that John's getting the opportunity and hopefully gets the big starry dust fight in the new year as well. Hopefully gets picture, becomes a part of that picture once more with, with Callum Smith and Canelo and whatever happens in their bout in Texas, December 19th. Hope you like the podcast. Let me know if you do rate it on iTunes as well. Really appreciate it. Whatever platform you're listening to, because I record this or it's based on a platform called Anchor, then goes out um, on various platforms house podcasts in various mediums around the world so wherever you're listening be great if you could rate it and i hope you are well i hope the covid19 pandemic isn't too stressful for you at the moment in terms of the anxieties around health finance whatever else just living with the uncertainty and and lack of liberty i suppose is a challenge for us isn't it we've been brought up in a world where we could kind of do what we want and maybe we didn't appreciate what we could do before let's hope that 2021 brings uh, more release and more freedom and, and more joy and, and more socializing. Thank you to the sponsors, Bang Olufsen of Cheltenham and Serene AV. If you're looking to spice up your Christmas with some music, check out their uh, online store, Bang Olufsen of Cheltenham. They're specialists in the finest home entertainment brands, providing solutions based around high quality customer service and installations. And remember, cytoplan.co.uk. If you're looking to optimize your immunity, just to boost your intake through food of micronutrients, uh, vitamins, particularly vitamin D3, if you're anywhere that's remotely as dark as the UK at this time of year. I think it's, I think sunset is about 4 p.m., maybe just earlier than 4 p.m. So shortly after 4, it feels pretty dark at the moment as we head towards the midwinter point or the shortest day point. Anyway, so vitamin D3, it's hard to glean that from the environment if you're working at an office or in your desk at home, you know, very tricky. So maybe vitamin D3 is a key thing because we think it's vital for immunity. It has been linked to positive uh, responses to COVID-19. People have shaken it off have, have tended to be high in vitamin D from studies I've seen, but I'm not a doctor, but worth looking into. That code is DRAPER10R, D-R-A-P-E-R, all capital letters, one zero, capital letter R, and that is available at cytoplan.co.uk. Thank you for listening to the podcast, guys. Appreciate it. And goodbye for now.